You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron live with Ethan Haristadoulou. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to more of the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Hristodoulou, and today on this May 19th, 2022, we are discussing the Carolina Panthers and this year's draft class for them. So we'll be breaking down day three, day two, and then into day one, talking all the picks and how I think they grade out for the Carolina Panthers. So my Panthers fans, make sure you comment down below. How are you feeling about this year's draft class? Who are you excited for? Who are you maybe curious about how they'll fit into this team and all of the above? Make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and let's talk some Panthers draft, shall we? We'll start with day number three, then work into day number two, and then wrap up with the big selection in day number one, going after an offensive lineman. We'll get to that when we get there, though. So for day number three, we're looking at four selections here. We have a pick in round four, a pick, in, a couple of picks in round six, rather, and then a pick in round number seven. And the one theme that kind of goes into this day three group of selections here is going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, potential raw upside and some injury history coupled with a lot of not necessarily unproven results, but, but proven results in spots and just not against like the high level competition you want to see. So starting with Kalen Barnes, the cornerback out of Baylor, this guy, probably the arguably, I guess you should say the best athlete in this draft class. I mean, the guy's got four, two, three speed and that's confirmed four, two, three speed. He ran that at the combine, a 40 inch vertical. I mean, this guy can close distance. He can, he can run with the best of them in every shape or form. Um, and I mean, he's got, you know, the hops to make big plays and, you know, the quickness and the elite footwork and all that stuff. He brings everything you want basically physically to the table as a cornerback potential. However, though, he truly is a athlete that's playing the cornerback position and that was probably his biggest knock while I was going through all of his scouting reports is that this is a guy who he knows his abilities and his physical gifts and he uses them to the best of his advantage to kind of mask his technique and fundamental weaknesses so while this guy checks all the boxes you could want physically in terms of just like his raw techniques and fumble not fumbles excuse me fundamentals and things like that he is going to have to really sharpen up his toolbox and in show the coaching staff of Carolina that he's not just a guy who runs really fast and jumps really high and uses that to make up for his lack of ability as a corner. This is a pick where like there's so much potential upside. And if Carolina can do to him to what like to think when you think of like Josh Norman, James Bradbury, those guys, what they were able to get out of those guys, if they can do that with Kalen Barnes here, or even not even like to that extent, but just to some level where he becomes an average everyday starter, he brings so much speed potential to the game that this could be this is like a boom or bust type of player for me. The way I kind of look at it is like he can end up either being a really good or he's just a fast special teamer at the end of the day. One of those two. I gave the pick a C minus because there's just a lot of unknown with the select. However, there is still enough there that this could end up being a really exciting pick. Then when you look at guard Cade Mays from Tennessee... I do like this selection. I think it's a solid one here. I gave the pick a C plus. He has played all five offensive line positions. He has excellent size at 6'5", 311 pounds, and his arms are a very long 34 and 1 eighth inches. So the guy's got size. He's got arm length. He's got everything you basically want to play at any sort of offensive lineman <clears throat> spot for this team. 
However, the injury history is the big factor for this one here. He's missed several games in three of his four collegiate seasons, and it's just it's been a hard time for him staying on the field. So he does have solid tools. He's a solid instinctual player, good football IQ. It's just a matter of can he stay healthy and can he put all that together? If he can stay healthy, he will be a serviceable piece for that offensive line. Because like I said, he's played all five positions. You want to talk about versatility on the O-line and knowing you have a guy, no matter who goes down, who can plug in, and he's at least played in that spot before with some success in each and every one of those positions where guard tended to be like his biggest weakness, but he still had some signs of success there. This is a good pick here. I gave this one a C. If he can just move past the injury history, this is an excellent depth piece for the Panthers. Then when you look at edge rusher from Virginia Tech, Amari Barno in the sixth round, their pick number 10, I gave this one a C plus because this guy, athletically speaking, is awesome for an edge rusher. 6'5", 246 pounds, prototype frame. Couple that with 436 speed as an edge rusher. He's got 37 inch vertical, so you know he's got explosive legs as well. The guy is explosive on the snap. He has coverage talent for special teams as well. So not only are you getting a guy who could potentially develop into something on the edge, but someone who's also going to cont contribute on special teams. This is someone that you look for in round number six. And I definitely think they hit on this selection here. He is a little bit inconsistent when setting the edge from what I've read about him, and his technique and handwork is not where some scouts want it to be quite yet. But when you look at just his raw ability and what he can already bring to the table, you teach him his techniques, you teach him his fundamentals, you help sharpen up what he's already good at and make it better. Excellent. Again, depth selection, the exact type of guy you're looking for. One who already shows some positive signs, needs more polishing up than anything else, and he's already a premier type of athlete. C plus, good selection here by the Panthers. And then for round four, pick number 15, the uh, linebacker Brandon Smith out of Penn State. I gave this selection a C, 6'3 and a half, 250 pounds, 4'5'2 speed, solid, solid numbers there for a linebacker. He has the athleticism to be a sideline to sideline guy, and he's also a very hard hitter. When you watch his game tape, dude, there, I mean, I feel like there's more tackles than not almost where he's just completely whacking dudes left and right. Uh, ball awareness, fundamentals again, and play recognition were all things that were kind of knocked against him when I was reading all the scouting reports. And that's why when I, I essentially began this day, there's a very consistent thing here where the Panthers went after some serious raw talent with a very good potential upside. It's just a matter of like, can we polish up these guys and teach them the things that they need to be at a, at a mental level and at a technical level to really bring out what could potentially be a very good player at each one of these picks, to be honest. So I do like the selection. Like I said, I gave it a C. Their day three grade altogether. I stuck with a C after grading everything out and kind of doing the averages and whatnot. Like I said, this is a very high upside, potentially like boomer bust type of group here where you're either dealing with guys who have bad injury history or they also are just a really good athletes that lack like true fundamentals and technique at the moment that need to be kind of molded into what they could potentially become. So a lot of potential here. Good selections for day three. We just have to see if they have that upside. And if they're able to turn into the actual playmakers that I'm sure this coaching staff is hoping these crazy athletes can. Because every single one of those guys is essentially a really good athlete for what they are drafted for. Really good stuff there for them. Then when you look at day number two, one selection here, it was in round number three, pick number 30. And the Panthers went and got quarterback out of Mississippi, Matt Coral, Confident competitor. I mean, you watch the way he plays 
he's in the pocket sometimes and it's just collapsing all around him and he still looks cool. You can see it in his like in his mannerisms and the way he moves in the pocket and that's something that he's praised for. He has a quick release with a really tight spiral so he throws the ball really well. Good touch on deep throws and something that stuck out to me when I was watching his uh game tape here because somebody somebody uh mentioned it in a scouting report and then when I was watching his highlights too there's this throw that he has against Alabama if you go back back and watch the tape of all of his throws from that game he has one 60 yard kind of like off balance throw that he does that he actually hits the receiver right in the hands really impressive throw obviously not a catch because he had the receiver ended up dropping it but he definitely, with that throw, kind of shows you the type of playmaker he could potentially be if he can put it all together and he has some like real elite-level catching talent around him. He is a little bit of a smaller guy, 212 pounds, so thinner, typically willing to make a little, take a little too many chances. Uh, he tends to, and from what the scouts call it, tends to make layup type of interceptions to defenders, and you can definitely see that when you're going through some of his mistakes there. He just throws balls that are like right to defenders or very easy, like he's a very good touch thrower, but sometimes he's throwing those touch passes to defenders, if that makes sense to you. I gave the grade a B- minus because the Panthers did need to start looking for a quarterback here and the fact that you got Matt Coral in round number three close to the end of the third round at that this is a solid selection for them a piece to look at to help you know to help kind of ease the quarterback conundrum that's kind of going on over there in Carolina and add a little glimmer of hope to the quarterbacking spot for the future there hopefully he turns out well for Carolina I think he's a really solid prospect he's going to need to put some meat on those bones and you know again take less chances, kind of clean up his game a little bit here, but he he does a lot of things really, really well, and he was on an Ole Miss team that definitely struggled against some of the better teams last year. I'm curious to see how he fares now being on an NFL team that has been fa like up and down, fairly stable the last handful of years, but I mean, just you know, six years ago, seven years ago, they were battling for a Super Bowl spot with a really good team. If they can find some good skill talent to build around him, obviously Christian McCaffrey is there, and there's some other good players as well, but if they can continue to build off that and build out that O-line like they did in the first round, I think that Matt Coral has a good shot at making it in this league, at least as an average starter. B-minus for day two, and then rolling into day number one, we are looking at the big offensive tackle out of NC State, Ikem Ekwonu, that the Panthers went after. They were able to kind of push aside the temptations of getting a, a big name quarterback, I guess, like in the, well, not big name quarterback, but like, you know, get a quarterback in the first round. Cause a lot of people were all kind of all over the place with the way that these quarterbacks are being predicted. They were to, they were able to kind of push temptation to the side and go after what they needed most. And they got arguably the best offensive tackle in this draft class. I mean, strength, power, athleticism, size, he's six, four, like 310 pounds. He is Everything you could want out of an offensive tackle coming out of the draft class. I mean, the guy is a premier pancake-making chef. He knows how to flip those cakes, and I mean, he is just unbelievably powerful in his game. This was a perfect selection for the team. I mean, there was a few offensive tackles that were like available at the top end of the draft that you really could have gone with and felt okay with. Ikem Ekwonu kind of feels like one of the safest bets of the offensive tackles. I mean, he is a, an, as awesome of a run blocker 
as they come. Like, I mean, coming out of college, arguably one of the best, if not the best run blocker in the nation. Uh, his pass blocking, though, is where he does kind of set back, though. So for as great as he is in the run, how powerful and explosive he is, his passing sets do need to be worked on a bit. That is going to be kind of the learning curve for him as he works his way through his first few seasons. However, I don't really doubt with the skill set he has and the ability to <clears throat> turn into as excellent of a run blocker as he has that if that's really the one facet of his game he needs to work on I, I think he can get there and even if he becomes like an average at best offensive tackle in terms of passing and a complete mauler in the run game you hit on this pick and you got a guy who can work for you for at least the next six to ten years and be an excellent piece to that offensive line and hopefully even beyond that as well I gave the pick an A so they get an A for day one awesome selection there for the team and a much needed selection at that and then for the overall grade to wrap things up for the Panthers, after doing all my averaging and everything, I have settled out with a B- for the grade. I do like the day two and day one selections. They only had one day two pick. I would have liked to have seen them have more, but unfortunately they did not. Uh, I will say, though, um, the reason it's only a B- and maybe not like a B or higher has to do with that third day, which is the amount of selections they have. Again, and we talked about it as we were talking day three, just a lot of potential upside, raw upside type of players. I really like the draft class, and this is a draft class that can end up being very, very good if all goes well, especially for some of those late day three guys. It's just a matter of can the coaching staff develop those players into the potential playmaking players that they could be. We'll have to wait and see, but my way too early draft grade, I'll sit with a B minus. I like where they stand right now. Solid group of guys, excellent offensive tackle there in the first round, and a potential quarterback of the future for the Panthers is a good couple of picks to get things rolling in that draft. Let me know what you think, my Panthers fans, how you feeling about this draft class. I do appreciate you all if you made it through the whole video. Thank you all for watching, and I will catch you guys next time. Have a good one.